0: Welcome to the Amateur Skeptics Podcast, number 235. I'm your host, Brian. During this evening, Mac.
1: Good evening, everybody.
0: And Ian is here again.
2: Yes, I am here, more or less.
0: More or less. We have Mad Cat.
3: Hello, hello.
0: And, of course, we have the dumbass himself.
3: Hey, you know, I watched a documentary on marijuana last night, it was pretty awesome. I'm going to start watching everything
0: that way. <laughs> 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 i've i've heard that joke before that's pretty good i love that joke how is everybody doing
4: uh, do you yeah. all, yeah.
0: all right good 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 uh do we have do we have anything uh going on here up front
2: uh, i can always promote myself of but course, i've been hunt, doing it right, lately right. and you know go hunt down george Armand's place buy
3: it enjoy it
0: the the podcast. Did we have a new
3: section into the notes here. Ian Hawks' stuff. Yeah, should we? <laughs> it needs to be there, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, was Ian Hawking in this?
2: <sighs> Always Hawking my writing. Anyone? go look what me up. Me? I need you to find... what? I, what? How are
4: you doing on the uh, nano? Rainbow.
2: I started off well and have fallen a bit behind because life kind of hasn't been. Yeah, and so this mm-hmm. week I've been kind of. Dealing with anxiety and stress and stuff, so my mind's not been focused. But
4: yeah, I just life. haven't gotten anywhere. <laughs> no, it was off to a good start, but I'll pull
0: myself together. I went to the largest Renaissance Festival in the world. Cool. Nice. Yeah.
1: Where Where is the largest Renaissance Festival in the world?
0: Houston. Oh. It's in Texas, of course. Where else would it be? Everything's bigger. Yes, it would
1: have to be the biggest in Texas. Okay. <laughs> yep.
0: <Yeah. laughs> No, it's not just the biggest. In, it's the biggest in the world. Um, just the so just the, the like the grounds are fifty five acres, and when you include the campgrounds and you know all the parking lots and everything, two hundred acres of space they have. Nice, it's, it's pretty pretty big facility. But here is the thing about it. So the one the only other one that I've been into is the one in, uh, up in Larsborough, and it, it's just it's the same, just bigger. <laughs> I mean, it, it it's literally the same stuff, the same people. You know, it's just it's just more more of it down here.
1: Same botulism in the
0: turkey legs? Well, um, no, I don't. I don't think I got botulism. Okay. How how quickly would I know? I'm not sure. Is that was that a problem? Was there some botulism in the turkey legs?
1: Oh, they they actually used to always refer to it as botulism on a bone.
0: Oh, that would make sense. So. Okay. They they I think that they've stopped doing that. I I don't remember that, Ian. Mm, no. Okay. So that that's just a Mac thing. Probably. Well no,
1: I I heard it somewhere, but
0: Botulism it's probably
1: it's probably a thing from the past.
0: Sure.
4: Well
1: I've lived I live most of my, most of my life in the past anyway, so
4: <laughs> apparently you can tell if you have weak muscles, drooping eyelids, and double vision. Oh,
0: okay. I'm good. So, so basically,
4: so far. you know, doing homework give you gives you botulism. Gives you
0: doing homework. Ah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, if we don't have anything else, it's Mad Cat, what time is it? that's another one in the can. Okay, let's get out of here. Oh, 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 okay. No, it's time for Mad Cat to introduce our next segment. In the professional (coughs) manner we've all become accustomed to.
1: Uh, Our next segment? What are we, a human centipede? (laughs) God.
0: (sighs) Just do it, Mad Cat, quick.
4: Do it, do it. Ian and dumbasses masturbation moment. Brought to you by the Dumbass Media Empire.
3: Empire. The Amateur Skeptics present Ian's Masturbation Moment. Brought to you by the Dumbass Media Empire. The Dumbass Media Empire. Bringing you
0: content that touches people while they touch themselves. Well, and th- this time it is brought to us by the dumbass himself. Well, what 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 do we got here? This is, uh, and and actually, I, I I didn't read this. So, uh, UK school to teach four four year olds how to masturbate? Really? Okay. So this is from um, the Christian militant. So 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 there's got to be a there's got to be a catch, right?
3: Well, um, a catch. yeah. I mean, like uh, I've read through the article. Like that they they. They've, quote a lot from like the new uh sexual sex ed curriculum i think the headline is a little bit clickbait for these christians because nowhere in here does does it quote any instruction anybody is giving students on how to masturbate like uh you know where to put your hand like no instructions at all like what what they're complaining about mostly is like text or or language that like masturbation is okay like some girls like to some girls and boys like the the one example you use, like Susie likes to touch herself between her legs when she has a bath, and that's okay. And you know uh, that, but that it, it feels good. But that kind of stuff is for private, that kind of deal.
0: Right. So well, we know, the first don't thing, help her.
2: One well, of the other complaints apparently is the kids are being taught names of the private part. How dare they learn a penis and anus <laughs> and vagina and vulva? Oh my God! They might instead of wee wee and correctly by scientific you know, names instead of dick and I... pussy. <laughs>
1: I think that uh, I think we learned that in kim- Kindergarten Cop, <laughs> that boys have a penis and girls have a vagina.
3: Yeah. Yeah, talk about uh, how in- in- encouraging people to use the term vulva instead of vagina, which I still disagree with because
0: <laughs> saying to a girl, I want to touch your vulva sounds stupid.
1: <laughs> yeah, sounds like she has a Swedish
0: car. Oh, well, if we normalize it, it won't. Yeah. We just have to normalize it.
1: There's actually the truth
3: to that. Well, maybe. I don't know. I still think it sounds weird. And then, well, they're saying they're upset because
2: um they're not being taught about marriage and all, the importance of all that when it's like they're four, and right now we're trying to teach them about their own bodies, which actually,
1: uh, Ian, I, I think what you're looking for is they're not being taught about shame.
2: Mm, well, that's definitely in there if you read it, because you know the, the whole thing they're being taught how to actually no they the being taught that. Masturbation is something people do. It's healthy. It's pr- um private. Don't don't uh, there was the a line here somewhere. Oh, it is certainly not polite to do in class where everyone is watching. Well, yeah, we don't.
0: <laughs> we, we don't. Like, yeah, touch.
2: okay, I, I agree with teaching kids that. So like, hey, yeah, let's make sure they understand. Or in a movie
4: that. theater.
0: We not don't touch ourselves in, in public. We don't touch. We don't touch ourselves at the table. We do it in private, <laughs> unless we're getting paid for it.
1: Mad Cat, are you talking about Pee Wee's Biggest Adventure?
4: <laughs> you oh, got
2: it. Man. Ooh, yeah, the, and here's a perfect line. And uh, there's apparently in the whole context, no one has the right to tell you how you should feel or what to believe, and that includes your attitudes to sex. But sex should never be something you should be encouraged to feel guilty or ashamed about. Yes, I want to teach ki- kids that.
3: So Why is that something? Th- this is let's see, uh, because I'm a, shame. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, a, I'm,
0: a, I'm a little. Uh, I'm a little. They... Oh, go go ahead.
1: I was gonna say shame is, shame is a way of controlling people.
0: Well, yeah, that's so you. So you learn yeah. shame at your church, at your church, and you learn you know actual facts at school. Uh, you know, I think it's good to, for children to be taught that
3: sex isn't something they should be ashamed of. But uh, I'm because like uh, I'm I'm of, a, of two minds about this because uh, I feel like sex education should be value judgment free, and what they're putting in there is a value judgment.
0: What by saying it's okay? By 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 saying like
3: uh, oh you should. Maybe, like, I, I think kids should get that message. I'm not sure. I don't know. I, I don't I'm know. I, so, here's
0: a, it. so there's two problems here. One is your source. So we don't know what the curriculum actually looks like, right? Well, these are
3: direct quotes from, from the curriculum. We, we don't have like a full con- – they're, they're not providing a full comprehensive list. So, I mean, of so, stuff. I mean
0: do, do you just want to tell kids sure. people masturbate? And, and, or, or, I mean, because telling them that it's okay, you know, that – um, but to do it in private, I mean, it's. Is, I mean, I, mean, that, tell, that, I
3: think uh, telling them that it's it's normal would be good. Telling them that it happens and that there are no negative consequences to it. So that's well.
0: How's that not saying it's okay then?
2: Well, f- one thing we're doing with four year old or not our fourth. Oh. Yeah, four year old. Well, we're but- we're doing the age you're dealing at. Everything I read here sounds like the proper focus. They're not mm-hmm. going to be. You 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 teach them stuff because like, later on it talks about STDs, abortion rates being high and stuff like that. It's like. That's something to get into later on. At that age of four, you teach them about their body. You teach them it's their body. They they need to be possessive of it. Don't let other people touch if you don't want. And it's okay for you to touch um under certain circumstances. That makes so much sense. You go onto this and they're busy talking about all this other stuff that's not being taught. That's like no, the stuff you're mentioning later on that the risks and things like that it needs to be older. Where they can more understand, like, okay, yeah, the next level is here. If you start teaching them the the risks and stuff at four, that um, that, that's an age where fear clings to you. If if you if they don't quite grasp, you know, a, a certain level of that.
0: Okay, so when when I'm looking at this, I, I, I it looks like I don't know the the part that I'm seeing here it says six year olds, not four year olds. Six year olds. Okay. Year two are taught masturbation or self stimulation um, and uh, masturbation and are told is really very normal. Okay. So that's that's what we're saying. Um, Facts. uh,
2: Actual proven facts. Okay. (laughs) And
0: and you should and should be done only when we are alone, perhaps in the bath or the shower. So, So it tells them appropriate places to do this. I'm not sure that I'm reading a lot of like, value judgments in there like I, I, I'm not I'm not sure that I'm totally getting your point dumbass I don't
3: know I just, I just feel like it should be more about uh, the facts and not about uh, telling them you know that well uh, I guess uh, I guess maybe it's just a language thing with me I don't I don't okay. know we can we can skip that anyway it's not right. a huge deal in my mind yeah. Yeah.
1: okay and, and you know this is way before they're actually learning magic so
0: and in and, and when we're when we're talking about Actual in being in class, we're, we're talking about actual sex ed. I think it's important to differentiate the vulva from the vagina. Right. So the, this isn't sexy talk here. To, um, no, no, that's true. The and th- I and I think like in, in
3: these kind of concept contexts, uh, you should use vulva in the, instead of vagina. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. the Bedroom. Not... I think it's perfectly okay to use vagina. Sure. Um, the
2: the thing, nothing I'm reading in this suggests that the kids are being taught anything about hey, go out and um do it. They're being taught not to feel guilty if they have these urges. They're being taught to be comfortable with their bodies, and that, that's definitely a healthy thing. We we know that that's been
3: proven. I think so, but ta- tell it. I mean, telling them not to feel guilty kind of uh, says, "All right, some people think you should feel guilty." Just just say, "No, it's uh, it's normal." That's that's my idea. Like, don't tell uh, them how to feel about it. Well, but the problem people, is that they curse some you.
4: people
1: do think they should feel guilty,
3: though. Right, that's, that's the problem. And yeah, and that some people tell them that, but uh, just, uh, I think. I, I don't know. I mean, um, talk, uh, I'm a little uh, leery about telling people how to feel, but that might be just me. It might be just my feelings. I'm not strong on that. Let me.
0: So. How would you tell? How would you tell this to
3: your kid, How would you have this well, conversation with a, your
0: kid? If, oh. I, if I had a kid, if you well, had, if a I kid. had a
3: kid, I would. I would. I would fill it with, uh, fill, fill. my uh, talk to them with value judgment. Okay. Because that's my.
2: Okay. Here's another one in there. Apparently, they're criticizing curriculum because of claiming it attempts to deconstruct masculinity. The um, quote is. Apparently, in it, um, one of the questions you ask the kids to be brave: you have balls, testicles. Why can't we say you have proper ovaries? It's a question asked the kids. And I actually
4: okay, I can understand that. You
1: know, well, that's because that's because everybody knows that women aren't brave; only
0: men are brave. So
4: women just have the backbone. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, it, it it is a misguided message. Women just message, have to endure right? mad cat. It, it is definitely a. That's uh, why
4: we have a backbone.
0: It's a misguided message, for sure, right? Yeah. The, the idea that that you know that there's something um, braver or stronger about testicles is is certainly a, a misguided. Yeah, well, there reaction.
1: is something braver or stronger about testicles, I and mean, they're just right out there.
0: Yeah, That's women's proud.
1: ovaries, ovaries hide up inside.
0: This <laughs> is this is proof that either evolution is true or God is a masochist.
4: Now I'm.
1: I uh, think he's a masochist. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Can it be both? Uh,
4: uh, or could he be a sadist? Uh,
1: uh, actually, you know the reason that there is a scientific reason why testicles are exterior, which yes. is because they have to be kept at a lower temperature. The sperm has to be kept at a somewhat lower temperature than body temperature, so they have to hang outside okay, in order but, to be slightly cooler. Um, why? Well, that's that's just the way that, that's the way it works.
0: Well, but that's not true. Of birds. And that's not true of a lot of other animals. So why is that true of humans all of a sudden?
2: Apparently, it's how our well, semen it's, it's, works. Because yeah, there is something about keeping your testicles cooler in order to, yes. I think, it produce healthier semen or something like that.
0: Okay, yep. but why isn't it true in birds? Their testicles they're are different on the inside. species,
2: different animals.
0: Well, okay, but, yep. but they're not mammals, but, right? But if, but yeah. if God did it there, why can't He do it with humans?
3: Probably. <laughs> <laughs> so another yeah, thing I want God to God an criticize. Mouse. Another thing I want to criticize on this, I, like I'm reading through this uh excerpt from like uh a thing on uh, gender ideology i think like it t- tries to tell a story and i think it just makes it more confusing and talks down to even four-year-olds okay what where uh, are we, what are we talking about here the, the, the thing in uh purple here there the once king was the binary kingdom thing be- yeah there uh, once God. was a kingdom with a beautiful castle at his heart it was here that king binary lived and ruled his people and it goes on in oh. that
0: vein what is this mm-hmm. is this from the curriculum
3: yeah that's what it's saying yeah
0: Once there was a
2: yeah, well around his yeah. I
0: I mean, it is it is a little bit. I wouldn't use this. I mean, this is yeah. yeah. Sure.
2: Although the 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 interest the the one of the things they're trying to use to defend um to say why this is wrong, uh, Western countries have been testing this hypothesis for several decades now, and the abortion rate remains high while STI infections are reaching epidemic proportions.
0: They're trying to claim uh, yeah. the
2: best studies conclude that sex education programs have no effect on adolescent pregnancy and STD rates. Actually, what the studies show is um, abstinence education programs have no effect. Yes. What we have seen is proper sex education combined with access to birth control lowers all that. I
3: of the, that's the author's conclusion of uh, this study that they put in here, the, the study they used to... Uh, Claim that HIV and uh, that uh, they, they that, that they claim that that uh, sex education has no effect. But what the author actually, author actually said was that there's a little invi- little uh, evidence that they have an effect on their own.
2: Right, but but even that, like I said, it's, it's been proven. Sex education along with access to the, the um. Birth control has been proven insanely effective, while generally abstinence-only education without any access to the the birth control has been proven to skyrocket those rates. Okay, but I think that there's some
0: problems with with some of those studies in that the the places where abstinence-only education is being taught have a certain um have a certain mindset at home as well and the places where they yeah. have comprehensive uh, the, so it the it, there is different things going on at home in these situations oh, too yeah. well, and and it's very difficult of, to pin one that of down. my main
2: things ever addressing the issue of abortion i, I i'm pro choice but in in the essence anti abortion i understand both sides of arguments very well and i don't like abortion in general but i'm pro choice the thing is i'd love to see abortion go away and the way it's going to be done is by society readjusting its attitudes towards everything and going with D- don't stigmatize birth control, don't stigmatize all this other stuff, don't stigmatize um, single women who are pregnant, uh, teenage pregnant, don't stigmatize all that stuff. As an as a society, we need to change our attitude and change our ways of thinking if we actually want to um, have an effect. So yeah, it's not just the education itself, it's, it's society's attitudes that need to change drastically. The problem is... You generally see um, the um, anti-abortion groups not wanting to change their attitudes, and if anything, wanting to promote these attitudes that make it so. Yeah, abortion is never going to go away until you guys kind of grow up a bit and change how you approach it.
0: There's a there's a place for abortion, and there are so certain times when, when I think it, I think yes. it is the best option.
2: I, I and I agree with that, but I I I love I, I agree with the overall idea. I'd love to see the rates drop drastically. It should drop, and a, a big part of that it is because of our the society's attitudes in general. You know, no, I I, like I said I, I I the the pro I mean anti abortion is not quite one hundred percent accurate. I understand the use of it and the need of it. I don't like it as being looked at as a um valid birth control thing. Nobody and does. And maybe a valid birth control thing is because. We aren't teaching kids the right things earlier on. We're not having the right attitude. No. I mean, we still have jokes about a kid going in to buy a condom and how uncomfortable that's supposed to be. It's like, no, teach your kids go and buy a condom. No one should think twice about it and say, okay, enjoy. Yeah, no, I agree with
0: that. But here's, the thing. I think, I think that nobody is suggesting that that um, birth control that abortion is a uh, it's not a good use to use it as birth control. I don't think anybody's yeah. suggesting that. Now there are times when. People get pregnant, and you know they didn't mean to, and they certainly need to have those options.
2: Right. I don't know. I, I agree with that. I, I agree with it being available as an option, completely. Okay. But I'd love to see us as a society do the right things to reduce the rates as drastically as they get reduced when the right things right. are done. And yes, and that's the thing we yeah. we see proof of this over and over again. Like here in Colorado, I know um, the rates dropped drastically when we um, they went and started offering all these different kinds of birth control to kids for free. And the teenagers were using them, and ta-da, the rates dropped.
0: Right, and so they decided not to fund that program because it worked. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. The the, the religious yeah. didn't it like worked,
1: it, but it taught the wrong. It it worked, but it it emphasized the wrong thing. Which was which is that if you if you if you don't legislate morality, <laughs> but instead teach <laughs> honest and right. workable solutions, then it works.
0: The, the wrong thing from the Christian right point of view. Yeah.
1: Yes. And, yeah. You know, Every sperm yeah. is f- sacred.
0: Right. Yes.
1: <laughs> but we
2: know f- for a fact. I, I mean, the Catholic Church apparently went through this way back when, where um, the the of co- there was a skyrocketing in teenage abortions within the Catholic Church, and what it was was the Catholic girls were viewing. The use of birth control as a planned sin while abortion, well, they didn't have a choice over. So, oh, it's not that bad. But no. the, the priest said, actually, you know what? Let's kind of switch that around that the birth control is this minor sin while the abortion is a larger one. So go ahead and use birth control. You know, They, they actually had to have have some—and I'm not saying it's Catholic all across the board. I'd have to do a little more research. But it's I not just Catholic. It, it. It,
1: that is a very yes. interesting—that's a very interesting concept of yeah. a greater sin, which is a planned sin versus a lesser sin.
0: Yeah. Here's right. the thing. We, we know for—we know that— You know, in, but,
1: you know, we're, we're, we're talking about the Catholic Church and that they yeah. would have—they'd have a reduction in unplanned birth rates if— you know, if they would have the priests get vasectomies.
0: <laughs> so, we—oh we, we, my
1: God! Did I just say that? Yeah,
0: we, we know that in um Out in the too. U.S. that the the red states where they're teaching and the and they're teaching abstinence only have higher incidence of teen pregnancy than the blue states where they're teaching comprehensive sex education. And yep. and it does appear that the more education you give kids about about um sex and about you know about their own bodies the later that the, they will wait till later to um to to have sex
2: and when they do it they're more likely to think about the consequences right. first and you know t- take precautions
0: i mean and so california ha- has has a lower teen birth rate than texas and florida
4: did i get out my banjo
1: well yeah but every yeah, every everything's bigger in texas including the teen birth rate well yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it,
3: yeah. It, a lot of things depend on how you measure measure it like the study that uh, they were talking about uh that w- it, d- it didn't really say that uh, uh uh that uh sex education programs have no effect it just said not on their own but um uh well, the thing about it is that was studying like uh teen rates uh, or children whatever age they they studied I didn't remember that but their rates, uh, they measured their rates before and after and didn't notice a, like the sex education pr- program and didn't uh, notice a huge difference in that. Well, um,
1: how long was that so, study? Like,
3: but, that, that's a different, a different measure, too. Uh, I think it was just uh, the, one, the one year. Um, I'll have to look at that. So but, uh, it, it's a different measurement right there and the different ways you measure it. And, um but uh that doesn't show like over time how it goes and the uh prevalence of uh uh these rates and stuff which um uh would be something more interesting to know and like the uh looking at different areas that have sex uh education or have absence only education uh, I think um, might provide uh, more useful detail in that. So d- I would
1: also think that it might provide better information if they go and study it for longer than just slightly longer than one one pregnancy term.
0: OK, but here's the thing we have. We, we do we do know, you know, we, we can't look at what the sex education system in the state and we can't tell you what the birth rates are. So I, looking at this, I'm not, I don't exactly know how they calculated this, but in California, um, the, the teen birth rate is 15.1. In, in Texas, it's 27.6. Now, I know that in this state, we have very poor. Um, now, interestingly enough. The, are there was,
2: even any abortion um, clinics left in Texas?
0: <sighs> yes, there are a couple. Um but but they I, but they that's one of the them. states
2: that went out of its way to cut down on, on planned parenthood oh yeah, so now
0: Arkansas is even worse, right, but um, Colorado, where you are, it's sixteen point one um interesting, enough, yeah, Minnesota is twelve point one, um but I'm not sure, but so the I think that might
2: be population though yeah, as well
0: yeah, exactly, Wisconsin is also low at thirteen point eight but yeah but the red states are 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 red even on the teen pregnancy map. Right, I mean it's there's well except for New Mexico, which and we've talked about New Mexico. New Mexico yeah, but, is an interesting one because they don't even have to give you know scientific information; they can basically lie to them when when they're doing this. So,
1: yeah, but you know it's important in those red states that they make legal voters.
0: <laughs> yeah, so they can
1: defeat them them godless liberals.
0: Um, Florida's better at eighteen point two. So this is from the uh, National Center for Health uh, Health Statistics. So this it's is up. so this this the CDC that um, is the information I'm looking and it's. I am going to. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Brad. I was going to say so that that is coming for that's the 27 2017 data. Um, it also has the 2016 data, which Texas has. Um, I think it's improved. It went from 31 to 27.6. So it's it's improved too. Here's the thing. I, it's gone down. Just in general, because the information is available, right? Yeah. I, I think that teen birth rates are are, are down um, significantly since like, you know, the 1970s, aren't they?
2: Well, but it goes back to my thing. Society's attitude is changing and that ha- is helping that.
0: Yeah. So to give, so, you, yeah, to give you an yeah. idea, um, in yeah. 2005, Texas's birth ra- uh, teen birth rate was 61.6 6, and uh, California was 38.8 and Colorado's 42.6. So- it's it's gone down significantly because we are giving better information despite of absence only.
3: Yeah. Well, the, uh, this is um, UK data. Uh, and um, so like a, a little bit different. And uh, I want to, uh, you know, cover this thing they, they link to an article here, which they say is evidence that uh, uh, STI infections are reaching epidemic proportions. Um, which basically the article, the article, um, basically says that gonorrhea, uh, has, uh, risen, uh, quite a bit. And, uh, I think a couple of I think it was syphilis and chlamydia.
0: Well, I've also gone up. That could be, gonorrhea has a problem that it's becoming antibiotic resistant too. So there's a, there has, there's other issues with, um, with gonorrhea.
1: I think there's right. antibiotic resistant syphilis as well. I In think any
0: you're case, right about that. Yeah, um, uh, the, the article notes that,
3: uh, actually, um, uh uh there were like lo- a lot of uh cuts to uh public health funding between 2014 and 2020 um and uh that's uh that's what they're saying looks like uh uh, uh is uh probably the cause of uh this increase mm-hmm. and um, hey, you
1: know what you know what could re- what help with uh rising rising uh rising rates of venereal diseases Education about yeah. condoms might help.
3: <laughs> yeah, but uh, and I and I looked this up too, and I've uh, got this, this, this information here, and um, you you can uh, look at the data of uh, the rates per one thousand women for um, uh, pregnancy here, and you see that uh, it was pretty steady between around like uh, two thousand nine, two thousand ten, and twenty fifteen. It was a, it was at a, a low point since about like nineteen ninety five. Um, but then it started rising again in about 2015. And, uh, when did we say those, uh, public health cuts happened? I think you 2014. said 2014.
0: 14, yep. Yeah. So,
1: hey, Brian, before you say that, um, I still had something I wanted to throw in here and it's a terrible, terrible thing to say. And I'm going to say it anyway, cause I'm good at saying terrible things. Uh, I mentioned the Catholic church and, you know, is it maybe a little inconvenient for some of their clergy to be to have the children told that the bodies belong to themselves, mm. just a little.
0: <laughs> um, uh, I I don't know if they're suggesting that. <laughs> okay, right.
1: on with your point, my friend.
0: No, I was gonna say. So I I I I, I mean I I'm, I'm suspect that I mean we look at um this the article you have in your school based interventions for uh for preventative HIV sexual transmitted disease infection uh what that they're suggesting that it that the data of it. That these programs aren't in and of themselves effective is that is that what they're saying, dumbass?
3: That's what uh, the the study that they use it was a right. Cochrane study. Okay. Saying that it has, uh, but uh like I said, that's not exactly what it said. Okay. Like, I, I it, it, didn't, it didn't say that that the
0: programs have no effect on adolescent pregnancy, but it's not on their own. I think that these programs are best. They work best when they're backed up at home, right? When they're backed up by by, by people's peers, when everybody under, when everybody has the information and is on the same page, this stuff is going to work best, right? I think it maybe goes to show that comprehensive
3: sex education isn't isn't a miracle thing that will uh, cause like sex positivism and uh, all the stuff on its own and it, there, there needs to be a lot more to it. But uh, also what, what it does show, uh, I think like they're, they're, they're not able to show that sex education programs increase. Teenage sexual activity or anything like that—that that, that's never been a thing that anybody's shown, even though they'd like to make that claim—and they kind of hint at that in this article.
0: I don't have anything right now, but I I thought that we had some data in the U.S. that showed that comprehensive sex education programs were were more effective than absence-only ones. Um,
3: Perhaps maybe like I didn't do a deep dive into that, but if there are uh, like other studies that. Uh, re, uh, like that, say that they are effective on their own. Then uh, I'd be willing to look
0: at those. I, I did a little I'm bit not, of searching, I'm, but I'm not sure they are effective on their own. I mean, what I'm suggesting is that the places that have more comprehensive sex education also have a also have a, a cultural awareness at home and in society you know, about these things. And places where they're repressing that data, it's 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 repressed, you know, and nobody's talking about it. Mm. And I and agree with that. And so I. And I don't I don't have anything to base it on. OK, I that I'm, I'm I'm pulling that out of my ass. But it seems to me that just culturally in Colorado, this stuff was, was talked about more than it is down here in Texas. Right. Um. And, and, and of course, it's not as bad here in Houston. Houston, Houston is a, a more liberal city, but there, there's still a lot more things that in general are repressed down here, you know, with the different values that they have about women and stuff like that, where. It's much more regressive than Colorado, even where I am, I feel. But There's that's still cock totally, what's what?
4: Still cock fights. <laughs> it's just it, And I'm surprised that Zephyr Cochran actually said stuff like that. Wasn't he the guy who invented the warp
0: drive? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm still back. I I'm, I'm actually way back there. I thought you said cockring.
0: So <laughs> No, she's throwing Star Trek into all this.
1: I know. She's throwing I
0: me know. off. What? Is only supposed to be Star Wars? No, well, no. It's, no, no, Star Trek, obviously. <laughs> Star Trek is better. I mean, right? now, What? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, Star Trek lacks. All right. Fight, Star Trek fight, fight, fight,
1: It lacks the important percentage of laser swords
4: that uh, Star Wars has. Hey, a new video game for Star Wars came out just recently, so yeah, fight. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very much for the new video game. My son has it, and he stayed up
2: all night playing it the other night. <laughs> This is interesting. What I don't
3: get is how people, you know, will just compare Star Trek and Star Wars as though they were anywhere near the same thing. All they have in common is Star in front of their name.
2: The two well, and, big and, franchises, and in general, um, the, the Trekkies that really try and tell how great Star Trek is compared to Star Wars are a bit bitter with the fact that Star Trek um, outdoes them with a
0: franchise with only one movie. That's true. Star Trek outdoes them with the franchise that only has one movie. There you go. Thank you. No, no. And any other movie they have. Oh, are you saying? Are you saying you now screaming. you misspoke, Ian? Is that what you are
2: claiming? The first Star Wars movie, as a franchise in of itself, outdid Star Trek. Okay,
1: but well, then, when it was the first even, movie, it wasn't a franchise though. <laughs> I'm just saying.
2: Okay, then uh, once the second movie came out, the um, Star Trek franchise was pretty much left in the dirt. And they've never gotten uh, but, over that bitterness.
1: You know, I, it's I not, don't. It's not think that. It's just the Star Wars has actually, no soul. I don't yeah. think that we can actually count Star Wars as a franchise. No. No. There's 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 an important factor here, which is that uh, Francis Ford Coppola likes likes George Lucas. So clearly, Star Wars can't be a franchise. Otherwise, it would be despicable.
4: <laughs> despicable I, me. I yeah, don't, we'll have to see if we get back
0: to
2: that, that at the
1: end. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah.
2: th- 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 this is definitely going longer than we expected, so I don't think we're going to be bringing. up uh, probably not. We'll
1: right, we'll I'll talk that. about that another another week, I guess. But and now we've gone
4: completely off subject. We we tree. need to move on. We need to move on. Welcome to me, yay! <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you know, you guys hung up on the Star Wars and Star Trek stuff are not really, you know, not really. Not really accepting the fact that the the uh, greatest space adventure of all time was space 1999.
0: Yes, what you're making it again? I've never seen any of it. I don't I not even what that know what the hell that is. So we know it's, it's crap. It,
3: it, it's an old sci I think I remember sci-fi watching sci-fi that back in the, like was it that was that in the mid 90s.
1: No,
4: oh, it was that way was like before 70s. that. No, no, it was way before that. Probably that
3: was a, 70s, I
1: think. It was like like late 70s, early 80s. Basically, there's a base on Earth's moon. Earth's moon gets thrown out of orbit. It's all about the different adventures that that the moon base suffers through as moon careens through space.
0: Thomas, give me a wrap up. Uh, wrap 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 up <laughs> your, your your piece here. I, I, <laughs> I'm. Get, I'll cut all that shit out. <laughs> <laughs> give me. Give me. Well, I mean, what's the overall point here?
3: I guess this was just about. Like, uh, uh, I guess it's not so much uh, uh, a debunking because, like, they're they're not they're not really saying a whole lot. They're basically listing uh, just factual things about the uh, sex education. So, like, it's not. I don't. I don't see anything that they've written that's like incredibly like just stupid. But uh, or like uh, a lot of times they just like pretty much why. But uh, yeah, that's a fairly accurate. uh, uh, I think it's uh, worth uh, talking about how how we talk to uh, young people about this kind of thing and what the
0: concerns are. Absolutely. I would say as a a parent, I'm always more in favor of them giving accurate scientific information than than incorrect than than bullshit stuff like, you know, like absence only. Right. Where where we're telling people to be scared to the scared of their body instead of embracing it. I mean, that, that's kind of where I come down on this, is that what, even, even if, it, if it isn't as effective as I'd like to think it is, I'd still rather them give them the, the information so that they have it as opposed to hiding it in, in the end.
3: Oh, exactly. I mean, like, uh, I, I never understood why, what people have against giving
0: factual information. Right. Yeah, well, because it, well, because for the church, it, it's counter to their narrative. Yeah.
1: <laughs> factual information gives people knowledge, and knowledge equals power.
0: True, and if people
1: have power, then they start to realize that they may not necessarily need the church to have power.
0: I think there's some truth to that as well. I think so. All right. And when they anyway,
1: but you know, I I'm coming from a religious perspective that I only obey one commandment, which is that Tango hath commanded that I have no gods before Him.
0: (laughs) Mother, are allowed to have gods after Him? All right,
4: and on that point, yeah, exactly. exactly.
0: Uh, <laughs> mother investigated for giving son bleach enema to cure his autism, and this this was put yeah. in here by uh um by Ian. Me, Ian?
2: Yeah. yeah. So the basic story is um that this one woman with autism went in and found this Facebook group that was a private secret Facebook group where parents got together and. You know, highly anti-vax and stuff and anti-medicine on some extreme levels. And we're talking about how to protect your kids from autism. Somehow they determined that autism is because of bacteria and parasites and such. And then got into this idea that if you basically give your kid a um, bleach enema, that's going to cure them. And the evidence was when they gave their kids bleach enema, this bloody stuff came out no shit and basically lots of shit no it wasn't shit (laughs) yeah you're right the the parents the professors have looked at said that probably is your anal lining which the kids kind of need so basically what the parents were doing was burning out the insides of their kids and that's what's coming out of them um and so yeah the the article goes into this you know investigating this what's it, it's a scary thing, Brian. Actually, when after I put the article off, good old Brian <laughs> did even more research and found out a whole lot more about this stuff. It is disturbing and sick. And as, as a parent, I, I my, my youngest son technically is at the beginning of the autism spectrum. You can't tell it most of the time. If you knew him back when he was having his issues, it was a little more obvious. I know um, Yeah. you? you uh, Brian also probably saw him when some of his. Oh, yeah,
3: um, but so what exactly did you screw it up his bum to get him better?
2: <laughs> I never once thought of it as oh my god, this is something we ha- have to undo because blah blah. You know, it's like that's what he has. We will learn to deal with it. I mean, the the whole idea of a parent going oh I'm going to do this extreme cure because I can't handle the idea that my kid is autistic.
1: Well, you know, you gotta, gotta you gotta know. give him something to kill those autocytes that cause the autism.
0: So one one issue, I I think that the. Everything points to autism being genetic, a genetic yeah. condition. And parents don't want to hear that. No. I think. Um,
2: I mean, no, nobody, well, wants, not, nobody I, wants to hear that. I, is... I know other autistic kids that have parents that are kind of the same thinking as me. It's like, okay, you know, if, especially when you know what is it that set them off, you know what their problems are, you learn how to work through them and get them as normal of a life as possible. You know, like I said, my, my youngest is barely on it. And. We, we worked with him when he was having his extreme stuff, and nowadays you couldn't tell. Uh, um, you know, I, I, I normally don't, I don't like to even bring it up because most people are never going to see it. He, he is he, He's not one of the ones that really um, shows. But I know some that have, and I know their parents, guess what? They don't look at this, oh, my God, this is a disease. We have to figure out how to cure it. They look at, no, this is my child. It's going to be an issue he's always going to have. I'm going to do everything I can to work with him and make sure he has a normal life. Sure. And that you know,
0: to not treat it that way just puzzles me. It's like, ugh. So here's here's the thing is that we're talking about. Um, something called mini, mineral miracle su, uh, supplement, and this has been going around for for quite a while now. Um, and the particular piece of this it, it it's it's a cure all. It cures everything. It aids everything. The, the, the that they'll come that cures everything. And the fact of the matter is, is, that when you take this this industrial bleach in a pieceery ditch. It does kill those things along uh, along with everything else in the Petri dish.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it it, it cures HIV, it cures autism, cures vital signs, all that stuff,
0: actually. It, exactly. The, so this yeah. this is a case where, where the cure is worse than the disease.
1: It's good for those nasty oxidant, oxygen addictions, right. though. And, and, and oh, that's God. one of the things
2: okay. with the anti-vax movement that still scares me so much is they keep making these claims, oh, I don't mind if my kid gets – Um, All these deadly diseases that have been proven to kill kids um, over the centuries before we had um, vaccinations, but I just can't handle if they become autistic. Well, yeah,
1: but sorry, what? What? We're coming out of we're coming out of a medieval stigma against mental illness, and yeah, sure. sure. And uh, you know, I mean, I've had these I've had these conversations with Sam about the the stigma about mental mental illness was equivalent to and a sign of Congress with the devil.
2: Yeah. But still, the, the whole idea that you'd rather see your kid die than have autism, the, uh, oh, it, 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 well, it really is a messed up, I, I, I don't not, get it, I never
1: will. It's not a messed up thing it, if you look at it from the perspective that you're trying to save his save the child's immortal soul because he has the devil inside of him as indicated by autism.
0: Okay, but that, but okay, it's that's, a
1: messed up thing if you're looking at it from the factual standpoint.
0: Well, well there's, there's there's issues there too. But, I mean, that that there, there's two there's a, well there's a lot of them. But there's the people who think that it's caused by a demon, and those people are out killing their kids with um, with exorcisms. And yeah. then and then there's and then there's the people who think that they can you know cure it with with MMS. And primarily the the one of the people that is definitely behind this is uh, Carrie Riva, and she is behind. Um, autism one and a bunch of uh, these, a bunch of other crap. And so a lot of it's been taken down. Um, Her, her website is up and, you know, and you can contact her. Uh, I I think that she's the one, she's promoting it, but she isn't actually selling the, the, um, the compound. The, the compound um, is, you can't sell it to the public. You cannot sell Um, the the miracle mineral legally you can't you can't sell it to the public so it is it is industrial bleach um and it's not the same bleach as what's under your sink that there there are two there's two slightly different molecules the one of them is sodium uh chloride which it which has uh, uh two oxygen atoms and then sodium hypochlorite which is bleach that has one um, only one oxygen atom and that's the stuff that you're gonna find in your sink this other stuff can't can't be sold to the public it's used for bleaching paper um, it, we also use it in our water supply and, and some stuff like that and, but it is a very strong chemical and my understanding is that when when we're looking at the um, uh, uh, the MMS the concentrations that they're using are extremely high like 30 um, <coughs> percent or or something like that. I mean, and the the idea that it is you know that it would burn the um the uh, the the lining of the uh of, of the anus is I mean yeah it would. This this stuff is is toxic. It's nasty. Yeah. What what that what they're doing there and they're not thinking about. I mean if I I think that just pouring this stuff over your skin w- would be awful. And yeah. then, and you're gonna put it. Yeah. out And you're gonna put well, it. I mean, aren't an there
1: pictures of it poured over the skin in the article?
0: Um, I think that I think that there are in Ian's article. Aren't, aren't some aren't those? Um, when you look at some of those pictures, um, I don't. See.
2: Those, no, I think those are the stuff they were trying to say. Is um, um are they trying to cure it? Reactions to um uh vaccines and stuff.
0: Oh well, mm, okay. okay. I don't. I don't know. All right,
2: but some of them just look like skin. You know, skin irritations I still get regularly. One of them looks like pimples
0: and stuff. Well, so. it looks like
1: blisters to me.
0: Yeah. yeah so the that's F-
1: why I thought it was the the, MM, the MMS stuff.
0: Um, the, the FDA it, it, oh. does not want people using this <laughs> I mean the, yeah. there's all yeah. sorts of warnings on the Gee, on I their website why. about how dangerous this stuff is um, Okay yeah. here it is uh, so websites selling MMS describe the product as a liquid containing 28% sodium chloride to dis, um, to distill water in distilled water. I don't know okay, what the percentage what, is in Okay, What our... the actual fuck? Right. Twenty eight
1: percent. So basically, more than a quarter of this is this bleach solution.
0: Right. And what I don't know for sure
1: that is more than you would use to clean with.
0: Um, well, but but I'm saying what well, well it, but here's the thing: is that the bleach that you're using under your sink isn't as strong as the as the bleach that they're that they're using. Yeah, in the and solvent. I'm
1: saying that I wouldn't use that much bleach in a water solution to clean with that much bleach from under my sink, I wouldn't use 25% bleach in a solution of cleaning stuff.
0: No, and I'm trying... To, I was looking to see... that We do treat our water supply with it, but I think that it's it is extremely low um, amount. I yeah, well, I except it's for what 1%. we learned
2: from... Um... Why can't I still remember that? All right, if, so if you, whatever you put in the water, the more it distilled it is, the more likely it's gonna affect you. So
0: well, that's true. Yes. That could be true too. Well,
1: yeah. no, actually the 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 more of it that's in the water, the less <laughs> it's going to affect you.
0: Uh, okay. right. It's not homeopathy. <laughs> it's just not. <laughs>
1: hey, and side note real quick. Um, I know you're not interested in using MMS on your younger son, but um, apparently your younger your older son has been using MMA.
0: Okay. Um and, and the there was a um, let's see. There's a, a lawsuit. Did I do I have that one in here? I was there was an article I was uh, reading. So they did prosecute um, uh, a seller
1: least, of miracle mineral solution convicted for right. marketing toxic chemical as a miracle cure.
0: Yeah. So well, not only is he 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 wasn't just it wasn't just that he was marketing it. He was actually selling it, and he was setting up sh- um, companies that that were industrial companies in order to get a hold of it. Right. They they weren't they were they were they were. Um, He was fraudulently setting up these companies. They weren't really okay. So he was
1: basically setting up shell companies to acquire a chemical that he couldn't acquire legally.
0: Right. He yeah. You had because you you have to have a, a purpose in order to acquire it. This is not the bleach underneath your sink. This is industrial bleach. Um. So so to get a hold of it, you know, he had to he had to set up companies that sounded like they were industrial companies in order to get a hold of it, and then he was reselling it, um, as MMS. But yeah, it's also next.
1: not the it's also not the Japanese anime.
0: Right.
4: Plus, it would be like
0: a pinch of salt as compared to a 25% bucket of salt. salt? <laughs> so I, I don't think that uh, the, I mean, they're not the only ones selling this. And, and I imagine other people. I mean, hopefully they're going after other people. But yeah, it, the um let's see um MMS uh, slash the FDA, um, the see the most powerful killer of pathogens known to man it has been used in stockyards to kill pathogens on meat and slaughterhouses for chicken it has been used to sterilize hospital floors and and bleach uh, and and benches and and to kill pathogens in water working with uh, working without killing friendly bacteria for over 70 years and I think that this is part of their selling point um that the, you know that they're I mean it's like uh, all that stuff is true. That doesn't mean that you should be ingesting it. Um, now the same formula is used in the body. The same salute The same um, situation. Same situation re- results. No damage is done to the body. <laughs> well, that doesn't appear to be true. <laughs> uh, but the pathogens are destroyed in its uh, in its powerful form. MMS is uh, chlorine dioxide. See, so they're saying chlorine dioxide. I think that when you add water, does it become chlorine? Oh, is it, or when you add, um, when you take the chlorine, chlor, uh, the sodium um, is, and then you add um, peroxide to it, I think you get the chloride dioxide, chlorine dioxide. So you're adding another, you're adding something else in. Uh, reverts to a harm, oh, that reverts back to a harmless uh, chlorine, uh, chloride, and neutralizes oxygen, and it is, uh, let's see, it leaves nothing behind to build up. I mean, the, the, yeah. none of this is true. Yeah,
4: it leaves nothing behind all right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, I'm, I'm thinking we, don't, we shouldn't tell these parents that another great way to sterilize things is to burn them to a crisp. Well, that's only so destroy
1: yeah,
0: <laughs>
2: mean, That that'll yeah. generally destroy all the um, bacteria and other stuff in them.
1: Well, I mean, they're only trying to destroy the autocytes. Those are the parasites that cause autism. Yeah,
2: and, and a good way and to
1: they're, just, just, in, uh, they're also in the MMR vaccine too. So, yeah,
2: but you in, if you incinerate all that stuff, you um, get rid of it as well. So here's so the, I,
1: also also if uh, if any of the uh, if any of the anti-vaxxers start using the words autocytes, I'm going to be very angry because I just made a, I just made that up. Yeah,
0: there's two things going on here. I, I didn't look up the chlorine dioxide. Um, there, there's a, the chlorine c- citril, um, they, I don't know. It, it's, there's a lot going on here. Um, I well, put, and I'm I,
1: wondering if the chlorine dioxide is actually, uh, uh, like a dihydrogen monoxide thing where it's got a different name that we're familiar with it by.
0: Well, I, I, I guess maybe. Yeah. I don't, but I don't know. But you'd
4: think that I'm just the thought of the abuse of it when you're putting that inside the child, I, the child would probably have already been screaming with, even a slight amount, let alone doing
0: a full enema. I mean, that's abusive. So yeah. the Wikipedia article says that the ingestion of this can, um, can, uh, of this toxic chemical, of the sodium dioxide, um, it says, highly oral doses can result in nausea, vomiting, diarrhea. And one of the things that when you're reading this on the MMS sites is they're like, it, um, it causes a fever. And that's good because, because that is the MMS activating the immune system.
2: No. no, that's not how fevers work.
0: Right, e- exactly. That, uh, I-, I mean, fevers are caused by the immune system. Sure, but th- in this case, <laughs> it's because you, because you filled yourself with bleach. Um, let's see, MMS is falsely um, proposed to cure HIV, uh, malaria, hepatitis virus, H1N1 flu vaccine, common cold, autism, um, cancer, Breathing. Oh, mms sticks Stereo to the This is even worse. So the name was coined by former Scientologist Jim Humboldt. Oh goody. We can track it all back to Scientology. Uh, well, of course he left. I like guess former Scientologist. Because
1: right. uh, there's some things that are too nutty even for Scientologists. Really? So I'm just, I'm <laughs> just suggesting
0: that. Yeah. That's news. Anyway, so this is terrible stuff. There's, there's tons of stuff that you can go out there and read, and, and I, and I. And I um I got to this late today, and I and I'm I don't have as much as I would like, but this is awful, <laughs> and it's still going around. People are still claiming this, right? And of course, when somebody goes to jail for this, that that they they, they, they see that as a victory, right? You know that that's that's big pharma. Well, because you know. then they're a martyr. Right? Exactly. They become a martyr. And I
4: yeah, know- but the, oh, go ahead. The kid becomes more than a martyr. The kid becomes.
1: Well, no. The jailed mm, person becomes a person. martyr. The yeah. kid solely saved, and he goes to heaven.
0: I, I'm, I'm more referring to this um, Lewis David Smith. You know, I, I think that he's probably, yeah. Um, you know, he, he, he's kind of a. I haven't looked him up exactly. Um, he was convicted, but the, I, I don't know what they're saying about him on their sites. But I suspect that they see him as, a... yeah, I see him as a sadist. <laughs> you know, yeah.
1: You know, it's good to have the strength of your convictions behind you.
0: Here's another article that says that he was convicted on five out of six counts in the FDA versus MMS. It's, it's nasty stuff.
4: Well, only because he was cheating to get it in.
0: He was oh, yeah, he was stealing... doing all sorts of stuff. Yeah. He's yeah. a bad guy. He's a bad guy.
4: Just a few little things
0: against him there. Yeah. All right. What else? Do we have anything else here? Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I, well, let's... I. we got to talk about marijuana. Oh,
1: gee. <laughs> See if we can keep... Oh, this. I'm sorry. Are, are you... I'm I'm sorry. Are you talking about devil? Are you talking about the devil's weed?
0: The, yeah, the devil's lettuce. I think that I, I think that we remember. have to end on this though. Um, well, we'll move the rest of the stuff to the next podcast because, uh, well, we we, we talk, got we, really we, going on this one. We, we yeah. <laughs> wow.
2: So here in Colorado, the the, the article is t- titled "Colorado Congressman Legal Marijuana is Evidence of Spiritual War Against Christians." So, um, for those of you who don't know. A few years ago here in Colorado, we legalized recreational marijuana use. And since then,
0: they've been doing quite a bit of sales. Ian, we've never Uh talked about that, have we? I don't know if we've talked about it. We didn't even
4: talk about the Girl Scout cookies selling their. I'm sorry, have we
0: talked about about weed being legalized in Colorado? Have we ever talked about that? Yes, many, many times. Many, many times is the (laughs) answer.
1: (laughs) Ian, can can you just not remember? Well, you know, you know, the, the,
2: now now that they've done that, you know, you walk out the door here, your mind just kind of goes blank, and next thing you know, you're like,
1: "Dude, I
2: need some McDonald's and
1: grow Scout cookies." Are you talking about the fact that we have crop duster planes uh, <laughs> passing over and and you know dumping dumping pot smoke into the atmosphere?
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're talking about we're talking about. Douglas Lawrence Lamber, uh, Lamborn, um, and he is the U.S. representative in, of the Colorado 5th Congressional District. And it says in office since 20, 2007. So is he still – wouldn't he have been term-limited by now? I don't it, know. He, you, you, get, you get two terms, right? So so if he's in the House of Representatives – oh, no, if he's in the House of Representatives, he still gets only eight years, right? But he's got to run every year, every two years. So he would get four terms. After that, I, you're term limited. After that, aren't you? I don't know. I it's, I don't know either. Okay.
2: I am one of those who's blissfully ignorant of exactly how we do some of that stuff. I know. I
1: I got contacted by uh by somebody from uh, a, a Democratic candidate's team and asked to caucus, and I asked her if I was doing it by being Caucasian, and she said no.
3: You know, I I suggest that we pause the podcast here, go and watch a few um, Schoolhouse Rock videos, and then come back.
1: (laughs) Oh, I already know how a bill becomes a law. All right.
2: Actually, uh, my youngest um, is the lead role in um, his school's production of the Schoolhouse Rock musical. That should be interesting to watch. Cool.
4: So So
2: I will be learning all this stuff here in about a month when they do the play. But anyway, so his quote itself is, let us acknowledge... The spiritual war on our nation is entrenched in. We need to look no further than our own streets to see the evidence of this conflict. Marijuana dispensaries on the same streets as thriving churches.
3: You know, I don't remember the part in the Bible that uh, said that uh, God didn't like marijuana.
2: Well, that's the thing. I don't, it's not in there at all. <laughs> well, Noah was an alcoholic, uh, an abusive alcoholic, even. Um, you know, yes. if you read the Noah <laughs> story,
3: <laughs> these guys don't mind alcohol. Uh-
2: well, I actually know that there are Christian groups that go and protest alcohol the as Baptists. well. I remember A
3: lot of the Baptists. I, are, I, don't, I, I don't think this congressman is one of them, though. No, i mean, probably not, alcohol in this thing. No.
2: no. Well, that, that's because um, alcohol is not something that most um, religions view as evil in and of itself. While marijuana still has enough misinformation, enough of the um, war on drugs propaganda that um, basically what, had a racist bent to begin with, um, a lot of that is still out there, still in the minds, especially of conservatives, and they don't want to understand that actually most of that is false information that's out there.
0: All right.
3: So, but what yeah, is that's this the guy? thing? The thing about a lot of Christians is that uh, they, um, they, they call things the war on Christianity that have nothing to do with any of their church's dogma or anything. Oh, yeah. That's it's true. It's, this...
4: There's no uh, <laughs> Catholic or Pentecostal there. No, no, this not, is,
3: no, none of this is against uh, church dogma. They're just they're, no. they're calling it Christian stuff just because. Well, if I'm Christian, no, and uh, well, I don't. Uh, if there's no persecution,
1: though, there's no conflict. Yeah. And if there's no conflict, there's no there's no uh, Reason publicity. To read no publicity. Okay. But,
2: yeah, yeah it's the same kind of thing. I remember having a word discussion over. This one blogging site where I, I would use the term BS to be polite instead of bullshit. And this person went off. on me like, Oh, you're cussing. I'm like, no, I, I use BS. I'm being polite. Oh, that's because you're immoral for using that. I'm like, actually, if I said bullshit, that still isn't a morality issue. There's <laughs> nothing immoral about cursing
1: about using no, bad language. It's, it's, that's it's,
2: not morals, but they would determine if it. that shows you're immoral.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's just impolite. And, and, and that's the same something thing. With being something like and I swear you're using the word BS. Are you Do you kiss the devil with that mouth?
2: <laughs> but the same thing with the pot, they want to turn pot into the spiritual moral thing. Only immoral people are going to do spot that's going to ruin your spirituality because we don't like it and we want to control you and tell you not to like you yourself. So th- they're, they're turning something that has nothing to do with spirituality, nothing to do with morality, and making it a spiritual morality issue, which is. So many of them do this. And it's like, no, you have to understand the industry morality. Morality would be me going out in the street and kicking the crap out of someone okay. because I'm bored. That's right. immoral. But Ian. Me Ian, deciding I want to smoke pot, that's not immoral. That's a personal okay. decision. But, that but only here's the thing,
0: I thing. Eva, it, it, marijuana dispensaries operating on the same streets as churches is evidence of spiritual warfare our nation is entrenched in.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean. Oh, um, I love that. It is. I mean that's, that's exactly wrong uh, because uh, I think more people would uh, attend church if they get to uh, listen to the sermon with a nice buzz.
4: Hey, <laughs> well you think of it this way, though. <laughs> there is a polka stop at every single church. Yep.
1: Correct me. <laughs> Correct me if I'm incorrect on this, but are there not are there not religions and spiritual paths where marijuana is a sacrament?
4: There probably no, is. It wouldn't yeah. surprise me,
2: But it, to me, um, well, done Christianity. I would say that the same. there is a spiritual war on our nation when there's homeless people living on the same streets as thriving churches. Oh, okay. There are, but somehow, no, we, we, th- th- that's nothing we want to address. We want to address other issues that are not showing... Well, if they wouldn't
1: be... You, you have to understand, though. They wouldn't be homeless if they weren't already immoral.
2: <laughs> that's yeah,
1: probably the marijuana yeah. that made them homeless.
2: I'm, I'm sure it's there are
1: it's probably smoking the reefer.
2: I'm sure there are good people in those churches who very much believe that.
1: I'm sure.
0: Listen, attorney Jeff Sessions he said that the you know that the legalization of marijuana in Colorado was bad. Is it and and so the legalization of marijuana has been bad for the state of Colorado, right? Upholding the law and recognizing the seriousness of and uh, proven harm associated with marijuana, right? Jeff Sessions, he was trying to save you guys up there.
1: Yeah. Every time I see some like... definitely definitely been bad for the posted speed limit. You (laughs) know, we get people buzzed driving 10 miles an hour.
2: (laughs) Every time I see some of this stuff, I think to the King of the Hill episode where Hank Hill accidentally smoked a joint and thought he blacked out and killed someone. (laughs) (laughs) That must
4: have had a lot of CBD. I,
1: I... I still, I I think my favorite one was the one where, where Dale was treating his rabies with hallucinogenic mushrooms.
2: Okay. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, there there is, there there are these people and Jeff Sessions very much feels like one of them who don't want to know the facts about pot because they are so entrenched in how evil and horrible pot is. And yet
0: some of them, I think are the people that probably need it the most. Well, but how, how do you—I mean, I, I think it's pretty obvious that, that, that legalization of marijuana is so, is spiritual warfare on conservatives, on conservative Christians.
2: I mean, how do you deny that? Well, that, that's going along with the logic that anything you do that the church doesn't approve of beforehand is spiritual
0: warfare against the Christian. Well, yeah, they're, they're sitting around <laughs> claiming persecution. How, how, how can you tell them that they're wrong? I, I would tell them happy holidays. <laughs> oh, those are fighting words.
1: <laughs> those are.
0: Happy holy days? Are are you kidding me? It's Merry Fucking Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, we need to Merry fucking Christmas, my fellow.
4: <laughs> Merry and holidays.
3: The, and thus the Nativity play was a huge success. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I, I do There's find a brand new nativity this, scene uh, out there. Here's the thing
0: is that it's easy to use this um in the way that he is, right? He yeah, in, 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 this is going to play well with his base. Right? Whether yeah. whether it's tr- whether it's true or not, that's pretty low does hanging not, fruit. Does not matter. Well, I, I I would agree with that, but for
2: Yeah, well it's the people that believe in the war in Christmas and they believe time sure. something's happening they dislike, it's against them. You know, the, the idea that um Playboy magazine exists, that's a war on us. Uh homosexuals gay married, that's a war on us. Stop attacking us by saying other people have rights to do things they want to do. Just the existence of those rights attacks our rights.
1: Well, yeah, Ian, you're 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 getting the issue confused again. You basically are, you know, I've talked about this before. If they are not allowed to persecute people, then they are themselves being persecuted. <laughs>
0: <Yep>. <laughs> yes, but here's what's funny about this one is that this is this is clearly not one that they're going to win, <laughs> right? I mean, yeah, but they but he can win this with his base, right? And he and sure. he knows it. This is the kind of stuff that will. The, I think that he's coming up on a term limit. Um, but but you've got him. You got him until, until probably the the uh, the next round. And he's run in other districts before, so he's been in the House of Representatives quite a few times. Um, for, uh, the ninth district um had him for a while, and so he's moved around a bit, but in Colorado. But he, he's not going anywhere. He and he's a name that I remember. Um, Doug Lamb- Lamborn is a, is a name that I re- I remember even as a kid. I remember that name.
1: I but you know his his continued appearance in uh, Congress is is proof of of spiritual warfare against voters.
0: Oh wait, he's not. Is he in the? They say Fifth District. Is he in the? Oh, he's not term limited because there are no term limits on, on in in the. Colorado, Repres- he's a representative in the in the House of Representatives, in the federal rep- representatives, right? I stand by my words. Okay, I, I was I was thinking I was thinking I was thinking of something else. I was thinking that he was he was in the Colorado House of Representatives, but that, I think that's not that's not what he's saying. He's in he's in the federal House of Representatives as the representative for Colorado because um, yeah, otherwise he would have been term limited So he's not going anywhere. I I, I imagine that that he um, that he he's going to be around for a while.
2: <laughs> yeah, no we we have an odd conservative demographics here in Colorado, in the outlying areas.
0: Yeah, United States House of Representatives ele- elect elections in Colorado Fifth District. Okay, yeah, oh. so he's not going anywhere. I, I I imagine that he'll be in the House of Representatives. He'll be he'll be the next Strom Thurmond. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That is funny. Well, are we too. not
4: laughing? So then? I thought the spiritual war was actually between Star Trek and Star Wars. That's not spiritual. That's
1: deeper. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> the <laughs> spiritual warfare is going on between the Jedi and the Sith.
0: It, it, it's just that people, you know, who that are all in favor of, you know, of, of Star Wars, they they, they they do this in spite of the fact that it has no moral soul. Where Star Trek is is, is steeped in morality and and really set <gasps> sa- and really tells a message and a story. It's not just some stupid action flick.
4: Oh, that you can do. Any, you can't do anything unless you're a ship captain for the Star Trek. Universe. Although one th- one
2: of the things I find interesting about Trekkies is there are conservative Trekkies that complain about um, social justice warrior stuff, and if, if they feel Trek is getting too political. And my main thought is, if you watch the original Star Trek and you listen to what um, Roddenberry says. If he was alive right now, he would be the ultimate social justice warrior. Oh, There's yeah. no mm-hmm. doubt about
1: that. Oh, but yeah. oh, you know, Brian, I'm 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 sorry. Were you talking about the uh, the fascist utopia that is the Federation of United Federation of Planets?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Only if you're in that circle.
0: That's it. I lo- I like Star Trek. Yeah. And and you I you and just I like- talk a little bit like about the Jordan. fact
2: that Star
4: Wars <laughs> is a
2: superior franchise and always will be. It's made, I like them it's, both. No, it's not you know, it's not well
0: just, hold on hold that it's it's superior it's, it's made more money but morally it's not it's it's a moral disaster just, We could debate
1: that as just, well Just <laughs> neither of them really is as good or as successful as Stargate
0: Well
2: oh, Atlantis um, I do know one Stargate guy Atlantis. Stargate <laughs> is <laughs> the better
1: of the three
0: Stargate Atlantis You like Stargate better than, better than either of them Stargate
1: Atlantis No, no. no I'm oh. just I'm just There's being Canadian I'm just being contrarian Rodney Uh, I know
2: a guy who will say it Say goodnight everybody (laughs)
1: Goodnight everybody everybody. That is another one of
2: the
0: cats If you've made it this far, that's an hour of your time You're never getting back But the Amateur Skeptics appreciate you giving that hour to us If you'd like to tell us how you felt About spending that hour with us Let us know at WTF at AmateurSkeptics.com The Amateur Skeptics Podcast is distributed Under a Creative Commons Share-alike, no derivatives 3.5 license Intro music by Peter Canold. Find more of Peter's music at soundcloud.com forward slash p-k-a-n-o-l. Exit music by OFM. Find more of their music at myspace.com forward slash OFMHQ. Artwork for the Amateur Skeptics by Sean Smith Ford. Copyright Shadow Knight Digital Portraiture.